Yo, it's your boy Track Killer. I got my homie from way back, Liv. We on the No Generic Name podcast. First episode sponsored by Lucrative Creativity. And for those who don't know who Liv is, she has a brand called Live a Little Essentials. Why don't you tell everybody what that all includes? Uh, Live a Little Essentials is um, mostly based of all natural uh, soaps and body products. Uh, I tend to cater to not only people that have skin problems um, like I do. I have eczema, which is originally what got me started in uh, making soaps. Uh, I found it hard to really find certain types of products that I needed to cater towards my eczema and to moisture my skin um, in stores. So took matters into my own hand per se so uh but my line pretty much consists of um bar soap shower gels lip balms body butter lotions uh i do colognes and perfumes uh at the moment it's just roll on but i'm working to the little spray sprays um i'm in the process of getting together a line for doing toothpaste and deodorants and mouthwash and whatnot. Uh, okay, so, so like when you first started this, did you know that you wanted to do all those from the jump? Um, actually, no. Funny story is like seven years ago, I originally came to my sister with the idea of doing decorative soaps. I'm a very um, artsy person, so um, my whole goal was to find something that I wanted to do to express my art, and um, I originally saw this commercial uh, where they showed all these decorative soaps, and I thought that was the coolest thing, so I told my sister about it. She pretty much laughed, like, just pretty much laughed in my face about the situation. (laughs) So I let it go, and a few years later, I was uh, told her again, I was like, look, I want to do this. And she told me the only way that she would actually get on board was if I actually made it beneficial to people versus just making it look nice. And that gave me the idea that um, to make the, uh, to make live a little, um, pretty much, uh, products to help in some type of way. Okay, so like, did you do you feel like a lot of the products that are out now, like it's literally thousands on thousands, you see all these different stores catering just to that, do you feel like it's not like geared towards helping us more so than helping like other minorities? Um, to be completely honest, uh, I don't feel like it has anything to do with race. I feel like it has more to do with money. Um, now that I think about it, because none of the soap is good for you at all. There's a lot of extra chemicals that nobody needs to put on their body. Um, one in the one of the leading ingredients in a lot of soap that's on the shelves is um, the so uh, the main ingredients that they will put in Drano or um, you know, 
the main ingredient that they'll put in the perms to straighten out your hair and stuff. Mm. But a lot of people don't read the ingredients or a lot of people do read the ingredients, but it's these big old words that nobody really know what they are. So they just kind of skip over to the ones that they do know and be like, okay, well, it has coconut oil and shea butter in it. And, you know, whatever the rest of that is, you know, oh, and it says fragrance and color dye to some, 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 and this and this and that. Um, all of that I feel, um, and then with all the extra preservatives, because soap, um, a lot of people don't know that soap does have an expiration date on it. You can't keep soap forever. It does expire after a certain point in time. If you keep it sitting in water, it will build bacteria and pretty much will be useless to clean your body because you're just rubbing bacteria on you. But with them adding those preservatives in it, it does make the bar last a lot longer. But if certain things have a certain expiration date on it, putting something like, let's say that you had some food that you saw that was molded and everything like that. But you decide, let's say like avocados, everybody knows avocados turn pretty early. Um, but let's say you already saw it turn and then you decide to put some lemon juice on it after the situation. I mean, you can't really, I mean, it's still already gone, you know? So the same thing with soap, you know, it still, uh, it still expires after a certain time, but you'll just put, you know, a little lemon juice on it to make it carry over. Why do you think, why do you think some people don't care to really just look at the ingredients just because, you know, most people go off of ratings or sometimes people just go off of he say, she say? Um, most people actually go off what they know. Um, based on my studies, I know that, because um, I could tell everybody what's exactly in the soap and they'll still go out and buy that same exact soap. I done did this plenty of times. I'm like, I'm reading the diary, like I'm reading it off to you. And they'll go and look up these words that I'm saying to them and they'll see exactly what it is and they'll still buy it. But most people just go like they like, you know, what they're used to, you know, you can show them something different and until they try it, you know, because most people, when I started, I didn't actually realize it's a lot harder to ask somebody to use something on their skin, you know, when you're just starting out. It's yeah. like, okay, you don't really have no credentials and stuff like that. So that's where my lab rats came into play. Not really actual rats. I have people that, you know, support my product and they are willing to test it out with me um, in the process to getting products that every, that fits everybody. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're more like, okay, well, I'm going to take the soap. And I know that it has all these natural ingredients, but because I don't know your brand and all this other stuff, I'm going to go to the brand that I'm used to, yeah. you know? And then it's also... Um, I mean, it's, a, it's really a lot of different things that factor into it, but I really, like, ultimately, I feel like um, people that are making soaps for the, like, the on the shelves and in the stores, they're really just trying to get money. Because mm -hmm. they stretch it out as much as possible to where it's, as long as it's bubbling up and it looks like soap and this and this and this, they don't care what, you, what they give you. Because they know half the people won't read it, and if they do read it, they're just going to buy it because they're used to it. 
Uh, do you think it's a possibility, though? Because you know how most companies are when they get to a level like that. Do you ever think, like, companies, like, some of the popular name brands, like, do you feel like they ever was at a level like where you was at, where they did care about more so that stuff, and it wasn't, like, all those different type of chemicals? Um, I do feel like there were some of them out there um, that did at some point in time. Like, honestly, I feel like Shea Moisture Products, I feel like they at some point in time did, but then they got carried away, you know? But, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people do start off that way because they do want to make the world a better place. But at the end of the day, everybody needs that check. So, you know, um, it really kind of, um, at the end of the day, uh, you really have to rely on other people's integrity. Yeah. You have to um, have integrity for yourself to, to know that, hey, I know that I could make more money if I did, you know, stretch and water down this product and stretch it out and put a little extra additives to make it last a little longer. Or I can, you know, continue to try to make the world a better place. Yeah, it is a little bit more um, expensive. It is a little bit more, you know, uh, it is a longer process and it does, you know, expire a little bit earlier than you know you put in the preservative uh, but nobody keeps soap that long let's be honest so like with the way that you do it like with all these different type of oils or like these just like say like just uh like what's one of the oils that you use are you talking essential oils carrier oils like are all those like like you said, like with companies like probably stretching out with, with all these different chemicals, if they was to do it your way at a bigger scale, would it really be like super costly for them? Um, not really, cause I feel like you would still make a profit. My thing is they want to make, people are greedy. They want to make more. Yeah. So. I still make a profit based on natural products and some people there was like okay well you know I would just water it I think it starts with just a little like little things you know I'm gonna water this little part down and then it was like okay well that kind of worked you know and I got like a couple extra hundred dollars from it uh well let me see if I water this part down if anybody notices and then it kind of just goes from there I feel but I feel like there's still, you know, good people out there and they want, you know, to do the right thing. I'm just, you know, trying to contribute where I can. Not necessarily like I'm trying to be, you know, the best person, you know, with all natural soaps. I know that there's other people out there that's doing the same thing. But, I mean, if we can all contribute, then why not? How My next question, like, kind of to switch it up just a little bit. Not really. Like... How do you feel about like, cause you know, where I talk to a lot of my bros and shit about like this type of stuff, like some of them don't really be thinking about stuff like that when it comes to like their skin and stuff like that. How do you feel like, do you feel like as a woman, it's sometimes y'all job to put us on game? Cause honestly, 
I didn't know about all these different type of products to clear your skin up until like a female. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a good question, actually. I do find that not necessarily that it's their significant other, you know, job to do it, but I feel like it is a woman's job to point a guy in the right direction because not saying that y'all are just naturally, you know, kind of carefree when it comes to certain things, but, you know, starting off in the gate, just by the majority, you would have more guys going out playing in the mud and then wanting to sit down at the dinner table without <laughs> washing their hands versus females doing that, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Females will most likely be inside, you know, and then they'll be like, oh, well, my hands are dirty. Let me go get this clean and stuff like that. So I feel like, um, but y'all have characteristics that, you know, could help us out in certain types of ways. But yeah, versus with, um, just this specific um, category. I feel like, you know, just even starting off, because moms, you know, they have to, you know, help the baby boys. Well, I mean, they help the girls too, but I mean, you know, the baby boys get, you know, to where they want to clean themselves. Yeah. Most guys, they don't really want to. They was like, I don't really need this. I smell fine and everything like that. But then, you know, to where they want to and they take pride in, you know, um, how they, you know, care for themselves. And it's not really, uh, and that just comes by, like you said, with knowledge, you know, a lot of people, like a lot of guys wouldn't just know that right off the bat. So it goes back to what they're just used to. But I mean, everybody has room to, you know, learn something extra. I mean, I'm all, I always have room to learn something extra. So, I mean, you know, Shoot, a guy could probably help me out in certain types. I don't think fully hygiene-wise, but I mean, hey, you know, make this face product this type of way or something like that. So, I mean, everybody can help somebody. Yeah, because it's like sometimes, I don't know if guys be feeling like that, because I know I'll be seeing girls, like, online that just be saying shit like, uh, if a guy be in the bathroom too long and then something wrong with that. And... <laughs> Um, that's just that just goes back um, to sexist things because um, you know if like let's say me I was in a relationship and a guy the guy that I was with didn't know how to change the tire so it made it seem you know like they it's always certain roles that people have to play oh, you're not supposed to be longer in the shower you're supposed to take five minutes to get dressed I'm supposed to take five hours to get dressed you know, it's not, I mean, I've seen guys that take some real pride in there. Like, I take pride in, you know, if I'm going out, I take pride in how I look and everything like that. But, like, there's some guys, they'll be in there, like, I mean, for real, be in there longer than I do. So, it's just be like, you know, and I should hope you come out smelling and looking perfect for as long as you took, you know. That's probably the only joke that I'll make for it, but I mean, you know. If you take pride in, like, how you look and everything like that, then there's nothing wrong with that. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with good hygiene. Nah, for real, like, how would you feel, like, if you, like, say, like, you had your products out and he started using them all up? <laughs> I mean, I can't get mad if somebody uses my products. I mean, 
I have, like my niece, she does that all the time. She goes in and just dips her finger and all of them, <laughs> just rub them on. I mean, I can't get mad because I like that she likes to use my products, but you know, save some for me, you know? Like, <laughs> that's all I ask, you know? <laughs> that's pretty much it, but um, I can't get mad if somebody wants to use my products. I take pride, I mean, not pride, but um, I mean, I feel like that's, you know, you can't go wrong with somebody wants to, you know, use your stuff. They go out of their way to, you know. Yeah, like, it's a different thing if he just grabbing it because it's in there and then, you know, put my stuff down. <laughs> I like what people wanted to use your stuff. Is there a goal to be like in some of these stores or would you rather be direct to consumer? Um, so you, you're asking me if I would like to have my um product on store like on shelves or if yeah I like at a sephora or something like um that. honestly i thought long and hard about it when i first started three years ago and i knew for a fact that i didn't mm. but as it unfolds to where i am now i have a lot of opportunities that could help me if I did put them in certain people's stores you know a lot of people are asking and you know I'm not in any position to say no anything helps you know yeah so uh you know I'm I'm open to it but ultimately like major places like um Walmart Target you know major places that you would see I don't know certain part like certain products that's not really in my category. I guess. Yeah. Do you um not to say that they're the same because this is a totally different world, but like the company Raw Papers, he was talking about how he doesn't sell like on the actual website, mm-hmm. but he actually sells to stores wholesale. So it's like that way every time he's basically making a sale. It's gonna be. And in you bulk. said what um, company was it? Uh, raw papers. Oh yeah, like okay. Well, that's some that's something kind of different, cause that's that's papers. You really can't add no personality to papers. They are what they are. Yeah. You know, people need raw papers. I'll sell them in bulk if that was the case. But um, this kind of has you know, a little bit of my personality on it, which is why I called it Live a Little Essentials, named after me, Olivia. So it's a little bit of me. So um, I could sell it to people at bulk, but I don't feel like people would get the one-on-one feel that I'm trying to get with um, my customers. Or I'm gonna call them clients. We're gonna keep it professional. <laughs> but uh, I I like to have that one-on-one feel with them, where I'll go and talk to somebody about my products, and they'll tell me because that's how I pretty much got as far as I have. Um, it's been word of mouth, and with that, you know, I learn about the people that are, um, you know, using my products. You know, it makes me want to do more research on what they're going through. You know, if they have certain types of skin problems, then that me having that one-on-one feel with them, you know, not only gets them to know me as Liv, 
but you know I get to you know get to know them and you can't really get that from you know dropping yourself off at the store hmm. so basically what you're saying is you don't like not to put words in your mouth like you don't want to like basically like be at that point where you can't be hands-on with it and handle it with care and make sure it's the right way that you want to do it you would rather like every time you make one is like for a sale instead of it just sitting like having hundreds sitting on a shelf and only a few people getting them at once um i feel like if i could obviously i'm not gonna uh if i wanted to get as big as i do want my business to get i can't be as hands-on as i would like but as of right now um not necessarily saying that it has to be a custom order specifically for a person but um, even when I go out and give samples you know that's not specifically made for anybody but I do have them you know mm -hmm. in bulk sitting up but I rather go out and pass them out myself and you know do that hand to hand um, you know exchange versus you know just I don't know I just, I don't know, I, I feel like if I could, I would prefer to be out in the streets doing it versus putting it on the shelves. But I know eventually I would have to do that to expand. But I feel like, I guess, okay, I guess to clear it up, I feel like I would be particular in what stores I put it in. So I'll have it more like the natural places like maybe like a farmer's market or a nice little pop-up at a organic shop or something like that, certain things like that. Yeah. Or maybe little pop-up parties. I kind of um, fiddled with some pop-up parties um, and my goal was to go city to city and um, do just random pop-up parties and uh, just invite people out, give little sample bags to everybody and then just you know, do a little public, not really a public, not really a speech, but, you know, have something to say, introduce myself, and let people know what Live Little is about. Uh, I mean, that's definitely a good way to do it, because it's like that way you're introducing your face and you're bringing your brand with you. Mm -hmm. That way people will always be able to put the two together, like, oh, if they see you, like, yeah, oh, I'm that's such a such. Yeah, I'm working on some stuff right now. Yeah, I got some stuff working on. So, um, once it all kind of falls into place, then the execution is going to be on point. Yeah. Now, that's like, I see that, like, all the time. That's, like, one of the best moves to make because it's, like, that's, like, when you see certain shows, like, say, like, a Gordon Ramsay show or something like that. Every time, like, customers appreciate when they're meeting the person that's doing what they're doing, seeing if they care as much as they care about it. And it's, like, that's, like, with chefs, like, Usually when somebody big comes in, they restaurant, they'll be the one cooking everything for it. Cause it's like, you want to, you want them to know you appreciate them even showing their face here. So yeah. like, I can definitely what it's feel about, that. You know, that's what it's about. You know, I would be nothing without um, people buying my products. So if I have an opportunity to get out there and get to know uh, the people that are supporting me then you know why not nah for real because it's like that was my main thing like i know social media was cool like when i was doing photography 
But it's like I made sure like I introduced myself to the people that was like showing love to my page or wanting to reach out. Like if I was to happen to see them out, I would always give people cards like, yo, and if they had time, I would show them at least two or three photos. Most likely I would just show them one because I'm going to show them my best work. And yeah, because it's like, I don't know, it's always been like that for like, let's just going to say decades, like. People love being able to reach out to the person that's making their stuff. They might have ideas that you might want to hear. Actually, that happened to me today. Um, a lady um, stopped me. She had said that she liked my hair. And she was like, you do your own hair? I was like, yes, ma'am, and everything like that. She was like, what you put in your hair? And so I was telling her about all the stuff that I do. And she was like, you know what you should try? And so she started giving me a list of things. She was like, write this down. Like, I don't I don't know this lady from <laughs> nobody. She stopped me and she just started giving me a list of stuff. And when I started, when I went home, I kind of just started looking over everything. And I was like, okay, you know, I might want to throw a little something, something in there. She was like, yeah, you can always whip it up, make it your own, add a little something in there. And, you know, she really put me on game um, for certain hair products. And I'm always open to learning different things. So, um, you know, you never know what you might learn if you get out there in the street, so. Yeah, true. Now, my next question is, because it seems like you have your hands full right now. <laughs> A little bit. So, like, do you have time for, like, relationships? Uh, relationships? Um, honestly, I haven't actually thought of it. If I do sit here and think about your question, I would say that I don't, mostly because I am trying to do a lot of things and um, I know that there's not always somebody that's on your le- like on the level that you're on. Yeah. So to try to find somebody that's on that level that I'm on takes time. Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying that I'm looking for anybody. If somebody fall in my lap, you know, if God just put somebody there, then, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> but I'm not going out looking or anything, uh, mostly because when you go out and look for it, you always find something that you shouldn't, like, you always find something that you don't need to be finding. When you're really looking for something, you'll find what you're looking for, but it ain't attached to the person that it needs to be attached to. So, I mean... I'm just kind of riding along to this little road of life and uh, I'm encountering a lot of people and if one of those people happen to be the one then they do but I'm not looking because it's hard to look if that makes sense. I feel you. I'm a, you gotta I'm like put a lot same, of work into that. I'm like the same way with that and it's like the reason I'm asking is like like say like it's a day where you probably or say like you just got like 50 orders like of your body butter how long would that take you to make 50 orders of body butter oh it'll take me it'll take me about three four hours depending on like if it's all the same you know fragrance the same recipe it just kind of depends say like it's a little bit of each one you could do (laughs) i'll probably be in there for about for about yeah five six hours depending on you know 
yeah, about five or six hours if I can do about all the ones that I can do. So just soap itself, you know, is time consuming. Then I do candles, um, I do custom t-shirts, and then just random extra different side things. So I mean, but soap itself takes a long time to yeah, So to like, make. rather cut you off, just like imagine your days, you know, like that every single day. That could be very crucial, like, to a relationship. So it's yeah. like, you wonder, like, should you even entertain this person from a jump? You something? just got to find somebody that, um, he doesn't have to, they don't have to be into what you're into, but have to at least be accepting of it. Especially if you were into it before they came into the picture. But, like I said, that comes with, you know, with time. You know, and if you're going out looking for that person, that person is always probably going to say that they're that person that you're looking for and versus showing you that that's the person that you're looking for. So you always got to jump through these hoops, make sure that that's that person that you think that that person is pretending to be. That's a lot of work. I ain't got time for it. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. I'm I'm a lot different when it comes into relationships. Um, than I am as just a regular person and I'm not in the mood for that type of me right now. <laughs> no, for real, because it's like, I'm pretty sure you can relate. Like, it's like when your head is like in the ground, like you just focused on your work, it's like everything else is just like not even there. It's like black space and it's like, I remember I had... Like that a, tunnel vision. It's like yeah. I had a moment where a girl was like showing interest in me, but I was just so focused because it's like when I was doing photography, like editing, depending on sometimes I'll do like 10 to 15 photos and from one shoot, like because people would always pay me extra. And, um, you know, I would be so in the zone like days, like just okay, I'm just gonna do this and, and you, that. And you're able to do that because you, you don't have nothing to distract you from that. A relationship, they will want you to you know, spend some time with them, of course, and that's not asking too much, you know, that's what a relationship is, but, um, if you're trying to do something to, to better yourself, because, um, in the long run, you do have to look out for yourself, you can look out for other people, but if you neglect yourself, then you're really not helping anybody, so, but you have to do something to better yourself, um, and with that, that comes with sometimes isolation, especially if you're working on a business. That definitely kind of comes with some isolation because you won't be able to go out and chill no more. You won't be able to go out and do as much as you were doing before. So um, with that, if you're like attempting to be in a relationship while just now starting a business off, then the person that you with, they got to be very, very very understanding. Would you say most of the past relationships you had when it came to your brand, they was understanding about that? Um, honestly, I haven't really since I've started my business. I haven't really been in a relationship, so I won't have to like I oh. really don't, you know, because I made the decision um when I started. Now, mm-hmm. once I'm a little bit more um, established, then, but once again, I'm not going to be looking, but if, if it falls in my lap and it's my time, then I would know, which is why I'm just kind of riding along. Whatever happens, happens, but 
Um, when I first started, I did have some somebody that I was kind of talking to, and they actually asked me. They was like, "Why don't you feel like you can be in a relationship and build a business?" And I was like, "It's really time-consuming to do both. Like being in a relationship is kind of a full-time job, and having technically a full-time job while trying to like build a business for yourself, you know." You have to understand that I'm not going to be able to always, like, go out and do stuff, you know, all the time. And, you know, it's hard to find somebody that's um, understanding. It's one thing to say that you're understanding of it, but then when it comes down to it, sometimes it's, it's a lot to ask. Yeah, like some folks will try to go above and beyond. Like, and with you being, like, very hands-on with your work, like, would you even want them to attempt to try to help you with what you're doing? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I would love some help. <laughs> you wouldn't even know. And, like, it was, um, like, I don't mind. Like, I'll put you on and everything like that. I do get a little, you know, a little bitchy when it comes to certain particular things. You got to know how to do this stuff, right? You can't be messing up some stuff. But, no, I would love to. Like, I, I like, you know, um if you even show the slight interest, you know, that's, you know, that's a huge thumbs up for me. Cause if I see that you're into something, I'll try, especially if I'm trying to be with you, I'll try to, you know, help as much as possible. So I feel like if we can both do a give and take, then, you know, it will work out. I'm not saying that it can't work between somebody um, trying to build a brand, a business, and trying to build a relationship, but you have to have those people, two people being both equally dedicated, if not more, to it working. How hard would you say it is to like even catch your eye? Uh it's it's not hard to catch my eye. To keep it is a, a different story. Um, I'm always there's always something to look at. But um, like I said, uh, me going out of my way to try to like entertain somebody is a lot. Well, I'm not gonna say it's a lot of work. It's definitely not a lot of work. But I guess at my age, I kind of start weeding out certain people. Okay, I know you only want one thing. You really not talking about nothing. You know, it's just kind of you start weeding out a bunch of different stuff. Or you do want something, but you want me to sacrifice everything that I worked so hard for to compromise for what, what you're doing. And there's nothing wrong with these people. There's definitely nothing wrong with these people. It's just not fitting what I'm trying to do. I don't want to settle for anything because I come a lot. I'm like, I really came a long way with this business and um, to ask me to settle and to, you know, get less of what I know I'm working for. I'm not going to say I deserve it. Only God knows if I deserve it or not, but I'm working for it. So I can't just, I can't just quit in the middle of the, in the middle of the run, you know? get on that Nipsey Hustle, it's a marathon. You can't just quit in the middle of this bitch. It goes on. So, you know, you just got to be able to uh, want to run it with me. But it doesn't, it's not hard to catch my eye, but you got to so, you gotta stand out of the crowd to keep it. So if a person was like, 
everything, the type of person you wanted it was like, they was all that. But what if they hit you with the, I don't want you to work no more? Then, honestly, that's, I mean, technically what I do isn't work. I mean, I like doing what I do. So, I mean, if you're telling me that you're going to make sure I keep a, a roof over, like you're going to make sure that there's a roof over my head, I get fed, this is pretty much what everybody is working for. You're telling me that you already got you gonna have that for me on lock, and all I really gotta do is focus on what I what I'm trying to do, which is build my brand. And that I mean, I'm not saying that I want anybody to look out for me. I mean, my dad raised me to not depend on anybody, but I mean, shit, it's right in my alley, right? <laughs> I mean, you you're everything that you know. Not saying that everything I'm looking for, I don't really have that many standards or anything like that. But if you, you know, check all those few boxes that I do have, you know, plus, you know, you're willing to not only support me in my business, but support me in other ways, you know, then that helps me to support you in other ways. You know, you'll never have to buy no soap ever again, babe. You got this, birdie. You ain't got to buy a damn thing. We ain't got to buy no cleaning supplies. We ain't got to buy no toothpaste. We got all this shit on deck. No candles, baby. We got it, man. Let's go up there and get one of them candles, guy. You know? So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a relationship will work with both lanes. But right now, you know, if God slaps me in the face with somebody, I'll definitely take them. But <laughs> in the meantime, you know, I'm just working on bettering myself and in turn bettering my business. Mm. Bro, I feel you because it's like, I feel like I, I could say you're a creator. So it's like when somebody tells you like what they want for you, that stuff sounds weird. Cause it's like you got your thing that you've been doing way before you even knew them, mm-hmm. and it's like really you gonna try to? This is like my like passion. Yeah, I feel like anybody that asks you to do that isn't meant for you. Cause yeah. if somebody can see the passion in your eyes that you have for what you are doing, and then they still turn and look you dead in the face and was like, babe you need to stop doing this <laughs> then it's just like you know they're overlooking what you want and yeah. um you know some like I got to the point in my life you know I needed to stop overlooking what I wanted because people were overlooking what I wanted so I was sacrificing myself to okay well you want to go do this I want to do this but you want to do this and we didn't did this for the third night in a row because you wanted to do it and I lose track on you know I lose the feel of what I want and because that's not healthy you know but like do you feel like with so much independence going on like with people doing different stuff like do you feel like this is a um something that's gonna catch on more like because i see people but i don't think like you said your sister didn't want to invest in it unless she was actually doing stuff to help people but i feel you like but do you see like a lot of these people who are doing it they are not really just doing it for skincare they just doing it like like you said, how you just started out wanting to do like some creative looking artsy soap. Um, 
I mean, like I said, there's there's all types of people that wants to do different things. Um, the only part that I don't like are the people that say that they're trying to do a good thing when they really know that they're doing a bad thing. But um, there's certain people like you see you see decorative soap all the time. They're not saying, "Oh, hey, use me." It's saying this is gonna look nice in your your bathroom. So I mean, if you have if you know what that business is standing for, then you know they're not necessarily saying that my soap is healthy or anything like that. They're coming out and telling you that you know yeah. it looks nice. That's all I'm <laughs> like. That's all I'm selling you is a, a look. So I mean, everybody has different goals, but um, my goal transformed into wanting to help people. Um, mostly because it started off with me then my like seeing my family going through different skin problems or stuff that they, they didn't like that are like even not having skin problems just the extra chemicals are in like the soap so um it just kind of stretched off from there and from there you know word of mouth and so it just kind of catched on caught on do you um, feel like there was a certain point where your stuff was at a, a standstill? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, like I told you, it is definitely, definitely very hard. Cause um, what I originally started with was of course body products. I just drifted off into face products and then to hair. It is very hard to ask anybody to start off on a new product put this on your face put this on your body hey try this on your hair so it's just like getting starting off it definitely was tricky to get people on but that's once again where my lab rats came into play you know it does consist of mostly family members and very very close friends but they believed in me enough to you know test out the product with me and build it up to where people are more comfortable. It's like, oh, okay, well, you know, yeah, your friend's saying this is really good and stuff like that, you know? So that's what built it. But yeah, it did originally start off at a standstill. And even now, um, it's a little bit busy in Houston. It's a little bit busy in Houston, but Dallas, um, it's a little bit slower here because I'm trying to build, um, I'm trying to build a customer base here, so it starts off slow, but once you get those people, then it sticks. No, for real, cause like in my early stages of my photography, I definitely had moments where I was at a standstill. <laughs> and it was just like crazy, cause it's like, my main thing was like, I didn't want girls thinking I was trying to do like weird stuff, cause obviously I'm a new photographer, nobody knows me, they can't ask about how they how they feel about this person, how they feel about that person. And eventually, which is I guess word of mouth happened and that's how everything started going right. Because mm -hmm. people usually want to go off of somebody else's word that they actually trust. So it's like that way they'll feel comfortable. They still might not know you, but at least they know that somebody had a good experience with you. But yeah, it keeps you humble too, cause those people that started off, and that's how the word of mouth starts, is those people that trusted, you know, like for your photography, those few girls that were like, okay, I know you're not a creep, 
you know, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and do this. And then you turn out to be a great photographer. And there they were like, so it all starts from that one person that just put their trust in you. And, you know, you always got to be appreciative to them, to the to the ones that uh, give you that kickstart. So. Yeah. And it was like, there was points where I had to make myself more like sociable and talk to the models. Like, cause there was so many times like where I didn't know like what to tell them when they were standing still. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, it would be funny times, and like learning how I had to, like I had to read this book called A Thousand Poses, and it was just showing me like different stuff, like angles I could take photos at, or what the models could pose like. Yeah, a lot of stuff was interesting. So like after that, once I got more creative, everything really wasn't at a standstill. And, um, I was yeah. just. I mean, once you get once, all you gotta do is just do what you gotta do. You just gotta once, like he said, you did the book, you read your book, and um, that kept you to where when you did get your opportunity, you weren't at a standstill, and you knew exactly how to go and proceed into that, um, into that, uh, that chapter of your life. Yeah, man, that's real, man. You taught me a lot of stuff today about like different things about your company because it's like a lot of that stuff like I said when I shoot usually when I go in the store I just pick whatever like okay this look like this might be a good one. Oh yeah let me I try this like that too. Yeah. <laughs> or like if it depends like, on what was my thing. Now for real depending on the day I was like shoot what is the cheapest one? <laughs> yeah. yeah that's and that's how it is yeah. and most people go like they go for that they go off the smell they go off of me. I went off of um, the feel of it, Dove. Uh, when you rinse it off, it gives you that little soft feel to it. But they add so many chemicals in it to get you that soft feel. But yeah. if you use like St. Ives or somebody, uh, some other uh, one, gives it a little, when you rinse it off, it gives you that little squeaky feel. And that's how, uh, honestly, when I first started, that's how mine, um, that's how mine started off. Had that little squeaky feel and everything. But with research, I learned that you can't really get, you know, everything that you would get in a regular bar of soap that you would buy in the store because they add to, like, so many different chemicals to it. Yeah. Man. I hope everybody that listens to this, like, learns something today. Yeah, I hope you guys too. Make sure you live a little. Yeah, I appreciate you coming through. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, this is Track Killer. This is a no generic name podcast because we don't want to be like everybody else. This is sponsored by Lucrative Creativity. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at no generic name. Can you get them your uh, IG handle? Oh, yeah. This is Liv from Live Love Essentials. That's L-I-V-A-L-I-L Essentials um, on Instagram. And then I also have my website, livealoveessentials.com. All right. And we out. <laughs>